0: welcome to super entrepreneurs podcast today we have with us Brian Kramer Brian Kramer is the proud father of human to human, H2H executive coach. He's a keynote speaker, investor, virtual, in-person, global keynote speaker, CEO of two companies, and a TED Talker. Welcome, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No, it's my pleasure, my friend. I'm glad to have you on the show here. So this is impressive. Now, Can you talk about human to human i've never heard of this i can assume what it means but would you like to elaborate sure i'm always happy to elaborate whenever i can do here i'm
1: looking forward to this conversation and human to human is a topic that came up more pronounced in 2014 when i had given keynote talks around the topic and it took it resonated loudly at the time when social media was just getting started, which was not that long ago, believe it or not. And and at the time we had this insane shift, which now is table stakes, where everyone could have a voice. Um, we didn't have that before. Companies had a one-way ticket so they could talk and the consumer only had to listen, billboards, TV radio consumer or the customer really didn't have a voice in that and all that. And now we do. The customer can say anything they like about a mismanaged pizza being delivered on through to you name it. And and that that is the baseline for not just that, but everything global conversations being geofenced. Now to us having a conversation, you and I here today that we take for granted, which five to 10 years ago was, you know, not really a common everyday practice. And that's human to human. Human to human is taking the simplicity, empathy, and imperfection and, and creating a much more connected world.
0: Yeah. And we find that after COVID, especially people are becoming more in tune with the human aspect of business, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope it lasts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's wonderful that once you put heart into a business, what happens? is just, it's phenomenal how the entire experience shifts and not to mention how business expands through word of mouth marketing. So when someone feels like they're not a number with a business, they, they tell others. Yeah. That's the best kind of marketing. I don't
1: know if you can have anything better than somebody saying something nice about you. Yeah, no, definitely. When we have that happen, not all the paid media in the world can't be as good as that. that kind of marketing or PR, if you will.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're seeing more and more of it and that's a huge win. And executive coach now, is that something that you relate your coaching to as well when you work with people? Oh, absolutely. It's at the basis for everything
1: that we do. We had, a, we had a marketing agency for almost 25 years and that was the baseline for that as well and how we humanize everything and, and it meaning like how, and I use it today in coaching, not just in our interactions together, but also how do we show up in the world and creating a more human experience. What I mean by that is we're becoming quickly a technology-driven world. And so the more that we show up in a more human way with human touch points, the most human or the way that we show up in the most human way
0: is, is going to stand out. And have you embarked on any technology that you're looking to develop around this?
1: No, I'm looking to, to make sure that we're using technology and humanizing experiences together. It's not something that we can create or wish away. We've got artificial intelligence, augmented reality, augmented everything, robots and automation. Mm. Autom- emails and the list goes on so at what point are we not going to use technology and actually use our our gifts the actual empathy that we've been given and the connective tissue that we have as humans to actually have yeah. a conversation that's the point of technology is to bring together humans not push them farther apart
0: yeah that's what i meant right because there's a lot of technology coming out in artificial intelligence and Robotics, etc., and it just seems like they're moving away from humanization. I was just thinking if we had a platform or technology that catered to the humanization, so it is driven by technology but it involves people. I'm just thinking outside the box. I don't know if there's anything out there like this, but it's just a thought yeah. that came. There's a lot if we use technology in the right
1: way. Yeah. Then we can have more human touch points. But that's up to us, that's up to us Mm. to have those moments. It's that's a, that's the relationship between technology and humans. If we just use technology alone, like AI of what you're talking about, like recent chat GPT or any of that stuff, we're only using just the technology. If we think that we're going to scale relationships using only technology and not use our brain to actually have the conversation or our hearts to actually connect with others. There's no app in the world that can replace a human being. And that's, that's left up to
0: us. Yeah. It looks like we got a little disconnected there. You can hear me though. Right? Brian?
1: Ah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. It's when we're bringing up these technologies, which are great. But there's always a positive and a negative, right? To everything, the law of polarity. So in that case, when we're developing technology to simplify things, to make things more quicker, faster, more intelligent, we're doing that to decrease the amount of human effort that is needed to run a business service or anything, right? So now, what do you think in your point of view? what they could do, a business could do to keep this in in line. So meaning it's tempting, right? It's tempting to go completely automated. So what would you feel that would be something that you could suggest to them that they could have that and create some kind of a balance?
1: The best thing you can do is use a traditional whiteboard, walk over to your whiteboard, and map out or just jot down and brainstorm with your team, everything that you have going on right now, where are all the current, what are all the current ways that you're selling or marketing to your customer and, and throw it up on the board and really just figure out and take a step back and say, okay, now which areas can we improve from a human touch touch points, human moment of truth. Standpoint Where in there can we create little conversations, micro moments that will make a difference in the other person in their life or in just a way that they're going to look at you and go, Oh my God, never expected that, or never got that from another company, or never felt like that before, or, or just even sharing a conversation with another human being? Do you have to take on the world? No, but can you actually have just one or two of those moments and then start there and then build from there and grow? see how it works. I think you're going to see a big difference just in, in utilizing that, that kind of thinking.
0: Excellent. So Brian, what do you feel the most, when you basically, when you coach executives, right? What is that one thing that most of them that you find that they need help with when they hire you? I don't know if there's a most, that's a little bit
1: Hard because everyone is so unique. I, I like would say like a standard that,
0: go-to issue. Yeah,
1: if everyone had a standard go-to, we'd have just one standard response. I don't know if, if there's one, but I can tell you that there's a lot of there's a lot of trend in in where everybody is coming out of the pandemic right now, and in, in in the idea of trust and where we're trusting our companies or the companies are trusting their employees. We're living in a more remote world where every everyone is having to rely on technology, having to rely on Zoom, having to rely on being not in the office as much or or having as, as a close of communication with your team. And so now we're starting to see trust as a and we've always seen trust, but it's starting to become even more relevant right now in terms of how we see trust amongst ourselves and with our teams. It was always a thing, but now it's even more because we're looking if you manage anyone up or down or even just yourself, it's how do I show up but not show up so much that I'd be micromanaging or micromanaging. And there's a lot of work that to be done there in, in how we grow ourselves, our companies, our people, our clients and build trust alongside of that.
0: Very good. Yeah. When I mentioned standard, what I was thinking is that the people that, for example, that I meet with or help or my own life in business, for example, we found like two things that are the most common issue. When, it, when people are looking to grow or succeed or do better in business is procrastination, indecision, right? That kind of across the board, many um, entrepreneurs suffer from this. So that's what I thought maybe is there's something in your line of work that kind of paints a picture of what people are, especially executives are commonly struggling with. Yeah. Things like procrastination are certainly a theme
1: and I could point to a lot of different sub themes like that, but usually it's a, a pressure point or a pain point that relates back yeah. to trust or it relates back to yeah, yeah, yeah. something that is the the cause, the root cause for what creates pr- procrastination or yeah. what creates us to hold back or to yeah. work at 70% or 80%. And we, we heard a lot about quiet quitting And I have many thoughts on that, on whether it's real or not, but, and there's so many different flavors of what each human being is, but usually within a company, there's a root cause, a, a cut, when I say cut, like a bleeding area that needs to be solved and trust right now, I really believe is the top of that root cause. And we need to solve for that so that we can solve for things like procrastination, or we can solve for productivity. Mm. And we can create more connection, more team building, or whatever it is you you throw in the flavor of whatever it is that you want. I really think that it still relates back to trust as the common
0: thing. Trust and fear, right? Fear is like a cousin of it. So trust is a very key, like a key word nowadays, especially right with businesses dealing with their where potential customers or even their current customers. Everyone has this, a wall, right? Like they're concerned because of a lot of media around it as well. What do you, is there anything that you could suggest for someone, a business or individual that's an entrepreneur that can work on to elevate their trust level?
1: Yeah, I think that it comes down to a bunch of different things. The One of them is communication and and transparency. So how we communicate with each other Looks like the way that we listen and in listening is a really mm. underrated and overrated in some instances, yep. and we need to take a step back and see how we're listening. Really dive into whether you're operating under what, or what level of listening you're operating under. So there's three different levels. The first level is where you're listening, but you're not really paying attention. You can regurgitate what the other person says, but you're also multitasking. It's unconscious. That's level one. Level two is when you're listening, but you're thinking about the next thing that you're going to say and a great level of listening. And you need to be in that level, especially if you're doing a podcast. And there's a lot of other times when level two is really needed. The ultimate level of listening where you're really going to go deeper and you're in a conversation with one other person or multiple other people, but it's welcoming in this deep level of understanding and empathy and growth. That's where you're listening to someone and you're not thinking about what you're going to say next. You're just listening. And you know that if, and when it's time for you to talk, you'll know what to say because you're going to respond to what you've just heard. And you'll just trust in that. That's a level of listening that most humans don't operate by. They let they most of them operate in level two, because we've been trained and taught and it's in our culture and it's in our business programming. Well, to be on and to be in The next thing that we have to do and to multitask, to create, to go, to do all these different Mm. things have to be in those kinds of moments. And so I really think we need to recognize that, that stopping and taking time and actually deeply listening to another human being is not overrated. It's something that will create more trust and you'll find that it gets easier over time.
0: Yeah. That's wonderful that you shared that Brian. I used to be that the one to listen to hear that the second option Always was predefining what I'm gonna say next and miss out on the present moment. So for me, I believe it's been a while now. Even our interviews and podcasts, I am I believe more closer to the third option because I'm I remain in the present moment. So presence, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but I just practice presence and I respond, communicate on the spot. Sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I get stuck. I don't know what to say, but I found that our audience is really enjoying the, because it's authentic. It's coming from the heart, if you may say. And I found the relationships that, that I'm building as well are much more stronger than when I was listening to hear, not listening to understand. Mm That's brilliant, man. That see. So if we had
1: more of that, can you imagine where the world would be or our companies so our beautiful
0: or everything? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. It's wonderful. You know, it was, it comes down to the ego part, right? That you, when you fear what the other person is going to think of you. And I was suffering that my entire life pretty much. That's when I'm, you're always like tense, right? And you're waiting for what's that next thing I'm going to say? I'm going to say something brilliant. I'm going to get these guys. I'm going to get the audience. They're going to love it. So what happens with that? It adds force. It adds restriction. It adds tension, right? Is that the calmness is gone. Once the calmness is gone, the creativity is gone. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. I, mean,
1: I would love to interview you. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: Do you have a podcast? I do, but I don't have it right now. I'm writing my third book right now. So I'm, I, I tend to focus on one thing at a time, which, is, which helps me
0: to create yeah. what no, I No, it's great. So, right now, no, Talk I about. Don't. Let's talk about the book. Can you, which, you already published a book, right?
1: Yeah, I've, I've published two books. The first one is H2H, Human to Human. There's no B2B or B2C. It's H, And the second book is Shareology, How Sharing Powers the Human Economy both are both came out within a year of each other and 2015 2016 i believe it could be off by a year and and they they really they served a purpose for when they were brought out but it was a different time of my life and i'm really excited about the next one which is ironically around the it's the sequel to H human to human and the focus is going to be around trust
0: amazing you know what and i find some people when they for example outreach or try to connect with someone or speak to customers, right? They already predefined that trust factor in there. So if, okay, is this person trusting me? I don't think they trust me. They put so much pressure on that, that they start, um, creating the environment of distrust because we communicate a lot through vibration, right? Sorry, I got a message pop up here. And, uh, and uh, so uh, what was I saying? they create a less trust yeah it creates trust factor because you put too much energy on trying to figure out if the other person is going to trust you is just another point that came to mind that when we're dealing with other human to human being just being real and being just not care like not worrying not care is like negative but not worrying about anything else and just communicating just adds so much more weight to the conversation as well Oh my God, absolutely. And there's
1: distrust. There's also dis-ease or disease. Mm -hmm. And when we distrust ourselves, which comes down to us, we first have to have trust in ourselves before we can have trust in us and and we have distrust in ourselves. We also start to get worried or sick or create more dis-ease or
0: disease in ourselves. And so that's where it really, where it starts. Yeah, it's so true. You can't love anything else unless you love yourself. Mm. Once you love yourself, you just tend to start loving everything and everyone. And it just completely shifts everything. So that's beautiful thing that you said there, Brian, is that self-awareness. Is that the mirror? work on that, start on that, and then progress from there. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, no, this has been great, Brian. We could uh, talk about this uh, forever. I wanted to ask what is your innermost superpower that got you to this point in your life? Being a connector
1: is my superpower. I love connecting with other people one on one more and building community as well, but creating a good, deep level, not, and I'm not talking about surface level small talk, but actually getting in and understanding. Yes another person and seeing how I can then um, serve in gratitude. I believe gratitude is an action, not a way of just being. And how can we serve in gratitude, be with another human being and actually connect a little bit deeper so that we can start to bridge a, a bigger gap, which is how to help each other or how I can help you. And that 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 leads to so many places are, you know, I've, as you've heard it, our network is our net worth. And so... The more people that we can really start to see that we have commonalities with and build and grow on top of that, the more that
0: things will show up in your life. Yeah, this is amazing, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I can see why you have all the success that you have. There's definitely some quality inner workings happening with you. So I'm grateful to have met you and have you on the show. Thank you. I'm so grateful to have met you, too, and I'm looking forward
1: to building a better connection with you and with everyone listening.
0: 100%. Thank you again, Brian. And audience, thanks again for joining us. Brian's information will be in the show notes. Get in touch with him. Check out his books. Oh, I forgot to mention, Brian, or ask you, are the books available on iBooks and on Apple? They sure are. They're on every platform that a, a book is offered, Apple and
1: also Amazon and Barnes and Noble and you name it, or you can uh, go to my okay, website so, creamer.com Brian with a Y creamer with a K and, and there's links to the books there as well as my social media or my newsletter that I, I pour myself into called human eyes. You know, Anything you want to nice. do, you can start there if you like.
0: That's great. And all, like I mentioned, it'll be all available. Whatever Brian just mentioned, just look down in the show notes there under the episode and you'll find all the links that you need check out his books, check out his information, check what he's doing. One thing I learned is when I was trying to work on everything about me, and when I was trying to get ahead thinking about me, I found that journey to be a more difficult one. Ever since I shifted that attention to others and service to others, nice things started happening to me definitely brian you can see that his focus is on other people like he's passionate about helping individuals companies grow because what happens then right everything improves economies improve people can put quality food on their table for their kids right so They can in in turn help other people. So it's a ripple. Goodness has a ripple effect too. Definitely support Brian. Check him out. And thanks again, audience. Wonderful to have you. I'm grateful to have you guys because without you, we wouldn't be growing as we are. Thanks again. And Brian, thank you so much. Thank you as well. I really appreciate you. And thanks
1: for having me on your show. It's been wonderful. My
0: pleasure.